0: you're going to have to do a bit of educating. And as long as you're okay with doing that, then this could be a very lucrative way to make money from your show if you decide that you want to do a value-based model. So she explained how she is incorporating her email list, incorporating her socials, incorporating her Facebook community, as well as her downloads to ensure that they are getting the most bang for their buck on the sponsorship side, but then she is also getting the most value that she can and the most money that she can from the brand and be able to promote them. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Lead, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about how to monetize any podcast. So typically on this show, we talk about more specifically using your podcast to generate leads. But I get a lot of questions about what are some other strategies maybe you're looking to supplement your income that you're getting from your podcast or you're being approached by sponsors or affiliates and you're not really sure how to go about doing that. So we're going to cover the general ways that people can monetize their podcast. I'm going to go into a little bit of in-depth examples and some tips and strategies that you can also use as you come to a decision of how you want to monetize your show. So the first one that we're going to talk about is affiliate marketing. You'll see this one show up so much, especially for business owners. As a business owner, you use products, you use apps, services, different programs and things that you are using to grow your business, to promote your business, and that you enjoy using those products or those programs. You can then turn those into affiliates. So an example of this is how I use my podcast to talk about my affiliation, which is very minimal, (laughs) with Buzzsprout. I absolutely love Buzzsprout. We use them for all of our clients I love their user experience on the back end of their website. I love their customer service. I love how they're always implementing and finding new ways to improve the podcasting sphere and just all that they bring to the table is incredible. I love them so much. And obviously, because I talk about them constantly. As much as I would love to be like, hey, Buzzsprout, sponsor my show, I want to use my show to generate leads for my business. As we grow the group program side and the challenge side of the business and the one-to-many side, this podcast is going to be a prominent strategy in that funnel. I wanna use my podcast for that, so I'm not gonna be looking for sponsorships. But I know that not everyone is going to want to buy my stuff or work with me directly I always want to at least offer some type of resources that they can still use. So my affiliates are typically under my tools and resources under my website. I've got all of the tools that I use in my business. I've got all of the tools that I use in podcasting. I also have some podcasting specific ones on a podcast page where it talks about the tools and resources that I think people should use. And that goes directly to Amazon. And I've got an affiliate with that as well. So Some people will use that for their podcast. I have another example where a client will use an affiliate code for every time that she shares the guest's book. And she has an affiliate through some type of book purchasing platform. And so we ensure that we use that affiliate code to promote that link in the show notes. On that, I want you to remember that you need to have some type of notification informing the people who are listening or the people who are reading your show notes, that these are affiliate links. It is important to let them know, hey, this is an affiliate. I get some kickback. It's not an extra cost to you. Thank you so much for supporting us. So that's my only note really about affiliates. They're great to supplement, but I don't recommend using them as the very baseline of monetizing your podcast. It's not going to make you as much money as you might want from your show. The second one is through sponsors and advertising. You might've heard about the CPM model or the cost per mill model. And that one, you're looking at the cost per thousands of impressions. The reason that I don't think this works for the average podcaster and why I don't particularly talk about sponsorships or advertising, though I do discuss that with some clients as they're looking to really monetize their shows, beyond just promoting their own services, is that it can be a good supplement. So if you have a sponsor that makes sense for your show, but maybe you're listening to this and you're like, look, Alicia, I don't have any business that I want to promote. I'm just a solo podcaster. And maybe you're just listening to this show for tips, tricks, strategies to grow your show, not necessarily to get leads from your show. Then a sponsorship model might make the most sense for you. Or some type of combination of general ways. I don't believe that there's just one way to monetize your show and that you can pick and choose what's going to work best for you. So back to the sponsors and the advertising. The CPM model, you usually can get around $25 per thousand downloads for a mid-roll. So that is an ad that runs in the middle of your show. It is important to note that in order to be considered by most of the sponsors or advertising agencies, you have to have 10,000 downloads, I believe it's per month, just to be considered. So one example that I saw was a show that gets over 30,000 downloads every week, and it makes about $1,500 per episode. So if he is producing every week, you're looking at about six grand per month. I personally would rather use those 30,000 downloads to promote my own services and to build my own business instead of piggybacking off of another one to make them money. That is just my personal preference, my personal opinion. Obviously, it's your podcast. You can do what you want with your show. And don't let anyone tell you, including myself, (laughs) that you can't do that. So if you decide, hey, look, Alicia, I want to work with sponsors and I want to grow my audience to the point where I can start talking to sponsors, I would recommend going the route of a value-based model. So this is different than the CPM model in that if you have a highly engaged following, including your podcast, including your socials, maybe you also have an email list, you've got a blog that people are going to. Then, if you only have 200 people that listen to your show, instead of just being able to get $5 that you would for the CPM rate, which really doesn't seem worth it for an episode, you can potentially get way more if you're incorporating the other audiences that you have. So, like if you wanted to say, hey, brand, and make sure you educate them, as we talked in the last episode. With Betsy Wallace, you're going to have to do a bit of educating. And as long as you're okay with doing that, then this could be a very lucrative way to make money from your show if you decide that you want to do a value-based model. So she explained how she is incorporating her email list, incorporating her socials, incorporating her Facebook community, as well as her downloads to ensure that They are getting the most bang for their buck on the sponsorship side, but then she is also getting the most value that she can and the most money that she can from the brand and be able to promote them in a way that makes the most sense. And so that's the more value-based model is like really saying, hey, look, this is my audience. I know them. They trust me. They are engaged. And here are some ways that I think that we would make a good partnership because I have this bigger audience. When you just talk about downloads, a lot of people kind of like their eyes glass over. They're not really sure what you're talking about. This is a way to really show them there's more to my audience than just the listeners. So that's always an option for you. If you're looking for a sponsor or an advertiser that can help you, but you don't have a large audience, which most podcasters don't. It's not always about the numbers. It's not always about getting thousands and thousands and thousands of people listening to your show. If they're not your ideal client and they're not your ideal target audience, then you're missing the mark entirely. So let's make sure that we're focusing on getting the right people in there and then using the right monetization strategy that's going to make the most sense for you. Moving on, the next way that you can monetize your show is through donations. So that could be literally them sending you a PayPal, a Venmo, There are some people that will use the Buy Me Coffee, tons of different strategies and ways that you can just have people one time donation because they love the show, they love you, and they want to send you something nice. There's no other way to really like go deeper on that. That's pretty much what donations are for monetizing your podcast. The next one is offering some type of premium content. Now this could be premium podcast content, so if you have bonus episodes or you have early releases that you can do for your audience, most people will use something like Patreon to manage that type of thing where they're going to be offering additional value to their audience and they don't want to have to worry about putting it all on their website or trying to create a membership or any of that. Patreon works pretty easily in that way. Another way to offer premium podcast content, I saw that someone has their recent episodes for free on all platforms, but then past episodes are $1.99 to purchase access to. I think that's a really interesting strategy. Again, that's not really something that I personally would do because I would want to make sure that the content was free and available for people who are wanting that information, but it really just depends on your show, your business model, and going back to what your goals are for your show. Getting super super clear on that is going to help you decide on how you want to monetize your podcast or if you want to monetize your podcast. Maybe your podcast right now is not at the point where you want to monetize it. Maybe you just want to have a hobby podcast and you're here listening And you might be feeling a little overwhelmed because you're thinking, oh my goodness, there's so many ways that I can promote my show and talk about my show, but it all feels not in alignment. Then don't do it. Another option for premium podcast content. And I want to make sure to give you guys as many ideas and options that I can. So that way you guys can decide, hey, is this going to work for me or does this make absolutely no sense? I recently was talking to one of our editors. She has her own show and she was looking at ways to further monetize her show. And we were talking through this idea of creating some type of checklist or form or downloadable that she can sell at a low cost for every episode. So having very quick, actionable steps and tips and strategies for her listeners and then saying, hey, if you want the download for this, it's a dollar or it's $2 or whatever to buy this download and then people can buy it how they want or they can use a monthly membership to then get access to all of the most recent ones and past downloads. I think that's a really great and very interesting and unique strategy to offer premium content that is adding value to your podcast. Like that's the most important thing You want to make sure that what you're creating in addition to your podcast or whatever you're promoting and making money from your show is in alignment with your current audience. So, on this show, I'm not going to talk about Casper Mattress. It makes no sense for Casper Mattress to sponsor this show. Something like Buzzsprout, sure, that makes sense. That's in alignment with my target audience. And you might be thinking, well, Alicia, Everyone needs a mattress, sure, but for my brand and my business and my audience and my target audience, they're not coming here for mattress ideas or entertainment and they want a mattress too. They're coming here to be educated and I want something that's going to directly and positively impact their podcast not just their lives, their podcasts specifically. So really make sure you're in alignment with whatever brands are reaching out to you. I know it can be really exciting and like, oh my goodness, this person is reaching out to me, but make sure you keep your audience in mind no matter what. All right, moving on to the next way to monetize your podcast is through products or merch. This can be t-shirts, mugs, tote bags, whatever that you want to have some type of catchphrase on, or you want to have your podcast cover art. Maybe it's even just stickers, something that people can buy to then further promote your show. The next one is books. This one is really fascinating because if you are an author, you can use your podcast to then have people buy your book. Maybe they get a free code to only pay shipping and handling, and then they get your book. Or maybe they get the first chapter and then they get a special promo code to then be able to buy the whole book. Whatever it is, there are a bunch of strategies around that side for authors. And next week, we're going to be talking specifically about how to monetize your podcast by selling your own services and products. So right now, we're just talking all the monetization strategies, but next week we're going to be going deeper into your own stuff and how to sell your own things. This is in true listeners to leads fashion. I want to make sure I give you the basics of like, you might not be here for leads, so here you go, but also let's make sure we hone in on what we're here to do, which is to get you listeners that are going to then convert into leads. Turning around to that book side, you can, like I said before, with affiliates, promote guest books, but then also you can repurpose your current podcast content into books. So maybe you have a series of podcast episodes, five, 10 episodes, where you are talking about a specific topic. Use an assistant or a writer or someone who can come alongside you, take those transcripts and then turn them into a cohesive book with you. Or you can do it yourself, obviously, but I would personally recommend at least getting someone a second pair of eyes that can come in and look at it and look through the content and make sure it makes sense in a book fashion. So that's always an option. And I think that's a really underutilized strategy to monetize podcasts. So it's not a direct like, hey, sponsors, affiliates, products, merch, Patreons, but it's reusing your podcast content to then offer something to your audience. And we'll talk about that also next week, because I still think that that's something to sell your own stuff. But I kind of wanted to mention it here as well. <laughs> Another way to monetize your show is by using your podcast to then land speaking gigs. So if you are wanting to be a speaker, a podcast is a great way to express your thought leadership, to show up as the expert in your industry. Also, let's note here, forget what everybody else is doing. Forget the imposter syndrome. Yes, there are going to be other people who are using their podcast to then share their public speaking and using that strategy. But no one is you. No one is talking about what you're talking about in the way that you're talking about it. So let's just nix that imposter syndrome real quick, because I know that's going to come up. But going back, using that show to express your ideas, those unique ideas, those unique stories that you can then turn around and use for speaking engagements. And the last way to monetize your show, we'll go back through these after I'm done with this final one. And that way, if you missed one, you at least have a note of, okay, this is what she was talking about. The last one is your services, courses, and consulting. We're going to be sure to dive really deep into this for the next solo episode. So two episodes from this one, and we're going to be going into using your podcast to sell your services, your products, your consulting, whatever, and going through different things that you can sell and different strategies and examples that I have found in clients as well as just in observing and talking to people on how they are able to monetize their show very strategically and then bring money back into the business. So let's recap really quick. We've got affiliate marketing, Sponsors and advertising, donations, premium podcast content, products or merch, books, public speaking, and your own services, courses, or consulting. As always, if you have any questions on this episode, be sure to go to Instagram, come hang out with me there, send me a DM, and feel free to ask away. Or if you are utilizing one of these strategies and you want to tell me about it, because I'm always your hype woman, I always want to be excited with you. So if you're using one of these strategies and it's really lucrative for you, I would love to know more about what that's looking like for you. So send me a DM on Instagram. I cannot wait to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alishadokladi. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.